Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Elizabeth Bachmann. How are you doing, Elizabeth, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> what, what's really funny is that you found me online and... You, and I looked you up and I said, oh, you're in Rotach Egern, Bavaria. I'm just <laughs> on the other side of the border in Austria. So I'm on the Achensee right now, where yes. I live half the year in the Austrian Alps and you're in the Bavarian Alps. But we're only 45 minutes away, which is considering that we're both in very small towns. That's quite something. I think it's only 25 minutes if I if, if I could. Well, you must drive to... faster than I do. It takes me 45. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the only the only thing that we must fear is in winter that, you know, uh, the pass <laughs> is, is closed because of snow. Yes. <laughs> the only that thing. happens, yes. That happens, we are now yeah. in high summer, so it works. Now you just have to worry about traffic. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Elizabeth Bachmann is the go-to person for advanced training in presentation skills, career development, and leadership. With a lifetime in the art of presenting, she helps high-level clients get the recognition they deserve. And I think your mission to support leaders with, uh, you know, when you want to make a difference, not just a point. I think it's just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Elizabeth. <laughs> Thank you, Uva. I'm delighted to be here. Here we go. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client is a high-level woman in an organization, in a male-dominated organization, who is being passed over for promotion. What mm -hmm. I find is eight out of ten of the high-level women I speak with say they have a seat at the table now, but they still aren't being listened to. And so they see mm -hmm. promotion and recognition go to louder, flashier people. So mm -hmm. those are the people that I help. So what is, uh, just to follow up on that briefly, so kind of like, what, what are their thoughts? What is, what is kind of like the, the, the tangible negative outcome that they experience? Do you have an example? What they experience is often um, they're taken for granted. Mm -hmm. A lot of the work that uh, women tend to do, which sort of knits a team together, helps a team move forward, is not the kind of work that a corporation will uh, will count. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, it's not how many sales you have. It's not how much code you've written. It's mm -hmm. more how do you have a good team and everything run well. Quite often, there are people who have a very good team and everything goes very well, so nobody mm. notices because there are mm. no emergencies. Mm. The, tr the, the solution to that is mm. to learn how to talk about that. That's a skill to manage mm. something so that there are no emergencies. Mm. Most of the time in our culture, we are not taught to how we can talk about it without bragging. So uh, what I do is help women especially get past the glass ceiling mm -hmm. by becoming visible and valued. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. <laughs> This is amazing. So um, last time I checked, we're all humans, right? So what mm -hmm. are common mistakes <laughs> they make when trying to solve these uh, challenges? The main thing I find where I usually start is that you could talk about it as men's language and women's language, although it's not that simple. It's single focused thinking and multi-focused thinking, which was traditionally men, but not always, or multi-focused to traditionally women, but not always. The mm. thing is that women will often try to speak to their male colleagues the way they would speak to another woman. Mm. And the man doesn't know how to hear that. Um, mm. This happens in marriages too, by the way, <laughs> uh, where you have to recognize it's as if men speak Spanish and women speak Italian. Mm. And if you're speaking to a Spaniard in Italian, they'll understand more or less what you're doing, but it won't, they won't get the important things because it's two separate languages. Mm. So I think of it as a translation problem. Mm -hmm. And what I've discovered is that while you, if you can solve this problem and speak to your audience in the way that they can hear you, then they pay attention. Mm. I think, I think it dives also into or crosses over into uh, kind of like the psychological uh, deeper roots of us as, as uh, you know, human beings. So there's an... You know, there is, uh, there's an NLP, something where, where you can say, and there is no reality. There's only a map of reality. And each and every one of us has their own map of reality. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like exactly. similar to what you just shared with us. So I love that. Okay. Then, of course, we, we are all systems. So we have to have a systemic <laughs> solution mm -hmm. to that as well. But a translation would help in the beginning, of course. <laughs> So that's usually before, where I start. Yeah. It gets more complicated yes. after that, but yeah. that's that's a good starting place. I see that. So before I ask Elizabeth, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Elizabeth, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with uh, these kinds of issues? I would say go to my YouTube account and look in the playlist for the video nuggets. Every mm. week I put out a five to seven minute video that explains some bite-sized bit of, of useful information for people who are working within an organization and are maybe not being heard or not being promoted or maybe waiting to be recognized instead of talking about what they do. Uh, and so there's a whole list. I've been doing this for three years now. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of material. Uh, so go to look for Elizabeth Bachman on mm -hmm. YouTube mm -hmm. or uh, check my website or LinkedIn and you can see the links to YouTube. And that I think is the easiest, fast way mm -hmm. to see What's going to make sense for you? Mm -hmm. Well, fantastic. You already mentioned uh, where, you, where people can find you. You want to add something there? Or do you have also some, you know, some, some getting into action uh, starting point where we, you, know, you don't need a, a tool or something that you can just start from right where you are? <laughs> well, another thing that I am doing is I have, I'm very excited now. I'm putting together a new cohort 
for the mm -hmm. Visible and Valued Program for Executive Women, which mm -hmm. is helping high-level women get past the glass ceiling. How do you get promoted or hired? And mm -hmm. it's basically, how do you talk about, as I was saying, how do you talk about what you're good at? And you mm -hmm. can find that at visible-valued.com. Mm -hmm. www. Uh, for the German speakers, it's visual-valued.com, minusvalued.com. <laughs> we are multinational here, so that's, mm -hmm. that's all good. Thank you for that. Of course, we put everything in the show notes so folks can easily check it out. So thank you for that, Elizabeth. So what's the one question I should have asked you, and that would be of great value to our audience? Well, if you are someone who's single-focused and you mm -hmm. have people who talk to you and they go on and on and on and they, they never get to the point, instead of just getting angry about it, which is what often happens, or ignoring them, for the single focus to listen to the multi-focused, you have to recognize that single focused people tend to think of the world in tasks. It's how do you get there, one thing at a time, and they don't care about context. Multifocused people see the world in a web of connections. So if you're the single focus person who's listening to someone who's going on and on, what you can do is just say, pardon me, may I pause you? Tell me, please, is this something I need to take action on or is this just an update? Hmm. Could you cut to the end and tell me how I am supposed to listen? And sometimes they just want you to listen, but they forget that they're supposed to say that. So you could mm -hmm. say, you know, it, am I just listening or do you need me to take action on this mm -hmm. so I know how to focus? Or if you are the single focus person who is in the middle of something uh, and someone comes in to talk to you, you can say, pardon me, I, I can't think about that right now. My brain is all involved in something else. Could we make an appointment mm. to talk about it? And then for the multifocus person, they need to know to set the time because the single focus person is not going to be able to hear you. Set the time. And then you have their total focus, which is wonderful. Uh, you have their total focus when they are prepared and ready. Multifocus people can walk into a conversation and drop in a bit of information and the other multifocus people will remember it. But the single focus people won't. It's just not the way the brains work. So uh, it's not wrong. It's just different. That's great insights. I'm, I'm definitely on the multifocus side of things. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing this, uh, this, these wonderful insights. These are golden nuggets. So it's, it's, it really started with, uh, you know, become a, uh, you know, get better interest translating kind of like from Spanish mm -hmm. to uh, Italian. And now we're already at the root causes of things. So we have these systems and uh, have the way of we think. So I appreciate that very much sharing that. Elizabeth, so this brings me to my final question. And it's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? With my family standing on an overlook in nature, looking out over a beautiful view in the mountains. That's really where we were together. We saw someplace beautiful. And I said, wait, come look at this. And we just stood there and enjoyed nature. I think if there is, a, for me, if there is a higher power, it is nature. And so that's really 
what makes it work for me. Very resonating. And of course, now when you are close to, you know, on the other side, you are very close to the mountains. So mm -hmm. I can definitely feel that. That's well. why I come here. Yes. yes. <laughs> to be in a very beautiful place every morning, look out the window and be grateful that I can be here. And have more goosebumps moments, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Elizabeth, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you, Uwe. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.